I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Amid all the layoffs everywhere, there's finally some news on hiring. Apple just listed some job openings on their website for India. According to FT, the tech company has started hiring retail store workers in the country and posted plans to fill many roles as it soon prepares to launch its first flagship store in Mumbai. The store is going to be at par with the flagship stores in LA and Singapore, and Apple is hoping to open it up as early as this March. Currently, Apple's career page lists openings for 12 different job functions that it seeks to fill in various locations within India, including technical specialist, business experts, senior manager, store leader, and even quote-unquote genius, someone who is hired for hand-on problem solving. Altogether, these 12 listings imply that Apple is looking to hire a good number of employees as a typical Apple store has at least 100 employees and flagship stores can have up to 1000 employees. And at least five employees from Mumbai and New Delhi have taken to their LinkedIn platform to announce that they have been hired for the upcoming stores. But didn't Apple promise such stores a few years back? Well, Apple had already got all the clearances, but it got delayed by two years due to the COVID-19 pandemic disrupting the whole market ecosystem. Apple's plans for expansion dates back to 2015, when Cook personally visited and met with Prime Minister Narendra Modi. lobbying to open an apple store in the country but due to the existing rules then it mandated foreign companies like apple who are willing to sell goods directly to consumers must acquire 30% of components locally or in other words apple had to buy 30% of its iphone components from the local market if it wanted to move its business here obviously apple did not want to be dictated and the whole idea of business expansion got delayed however The Indian government had since then relaxed these rules to attract foreign companies and in 2017 Apple suppliers began assembling iPhones in India. This had allowed Apple to avoid 22% tariffs and upscale its sales. Currently, the sales of iPhones have doubled since the pandemic. Moreover, the iPhone commands a 5% market share in the overall market with a 40% share in the premium segment. With this comes the network effect which is also fueling the sale for other apple products apple is also eyeing to diversify its supply chain away from china and india has become one of its primary considerations according to mint apple is already heavily investing towards assembling apple products in countries like india and vietnam this move is aimed at diluting the concentration of production of apple products in china but the shift won't be happening anytime soon along with this Apple had also tied up with Tata to open 100 small exclusive Apple stores in India. Considering all these developments, Apple is sure to commit to a massive impact in the Indian market this year. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 9th January 2023. The invincible icon of the business world, Jack Ma, relinquished control of Ant Group as he finally embraced defeat before the Chinese government. Ant Group is an affiliate company of the Chinese conglomerate Alibaba Group. 
Reports say that the Chinese billionaire Jack Ma announced ceding control over the company amid the government crackdown and bolstering of the regulatory measures. Moreover, as reported by the FT, there would be complete reshuffling of the shareholding within the company as per the authorities' demands. His voting rights are going down from 50 to 6.2%, and after this, he would no longer be the quote-unquote control person of the company. A crackdown by the Chinese government had put Jack Ma into exile. Not officially, though. As reported by FT, he had been residing in Tokyo for the last six months since the government crackdowns began. He was also spotted in other countries like Spain and the Netherlands. Few correlated his absence from the country as a means to circumvent the harsh zero-COVID policy. However, this businessman had been a thorn in the eye of the Chinese government. And a potential target since he took a jibe at the Chinese government by criticizing the financial regulators of being obsessed with minimizing risks and accused the country's state-owned banks of behaving like pawn shops by lending only to those who could put up collateral, as reported by NY Times. This criticism was extremely ill-timed as it was on the eve of Ant's IPO. Soon after this, the Chinese government had forced the Ant Group to quash its IPO listing in Hong Kong and Shanghai, which was scheduled to be one of the world's biggest IPOs in 2020, by initiating an antitrust investigation against the company and its sister company Alibaba. After torching Ant's IPO, the government had also slapped a whopping 2.8 billion USD fine against Alibaba, stating that it had abused its dominance and disrupted new market entrants. This continued carnage had affected Mr. Ma's worth. No, he's still quite wealthy, but his total worth is currently valued at 25 billion USD, less than half of what he was worth at the peak, around 66 billion dollars before the crackdown. But the Ant Group wasn't the only victim to this crackdown. Since the Ant Group's crackdown, several other Chinese companies like Didi, Meituan became victims of the crackdown. So, why did China conduct these crackdowns? According to Forbes, these crackdowns were more than simple regulatory impositions. Rather, it dealt with more ideological and political reasons, like the Common Prosperity Campaign, which emphasized moderate wealth for all and encouraged the wealthy to give back to the society. While the government also feared that tech giants like Alibaba, Tencent, and Didi were exacerbating the problem of wealth inequality, through these crackdowns. The government wanted to put a break on the expansion of the technology sector, but few experts think there's another motive behind these crackdowns. They believe the crackdowns were aimed at curbing the influence and power of the internet giants, as well as the people who are in control of these companies. So, what now for Ant Group? According to FT, Ant's IPO could be delayed by one or two years due to the regulatory requirements, but with reshuffling finally happening. It could be a good sign that the government crackdown is finally concluding. With this, the regulators also approved a 1.5 billion USD capital increase plan for its consumer lending unit. This could be another indicator that the government is loosening its grip over the tech sector. What started as a rebel by Jack Ma culminated by him relinquishing control over the Ant Group. Now it's to be seen. How this sweet sour relationship of China with its tech sector prevails. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. 
so feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Aritra Kundu, edited and produced by Shorburi, mastered and mixed by Pasen Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.